ready in Chemesh. Alba, Shalosh, Stein. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my mom's, where my mom's, where my mom's at? Where my mom's at podcast! With Christina P. Oh my gosh, big show today. But first, let me plug some dates. March 31st, Portland, Oregon. We just added a late show. Get your tickets to that one. Roner Park, California. That one's gone. Chicago, Illinois, Park West, April 29th. Milk Jockey, Jizz Conson, April 30th. And then May 13th, Charlestown, West Virginia at the Hollywood Casino, ChristinaPOnline.com. Thank you to everybody that's purchased my lipstick. I cannot tell you how thrilled I am at that. I mean, it's just been bonkers and keep on buying it. We're streamlining it now so that uh, it can be made quicker. But it comes from Italy, guys. Takes a minute. Check out my store, ChristinaPOnline.com. Now, with me is I love you so (laughs) fucking much. Heather McMahon, everybody. God damn it. Hello. You're so great. Can I tell you, I stumbled upon you during the pandy Uh on the gram. Yeah. And like, I'm just, you're just a presence. You're so fun to watch and you're so bright and sparkly and I feel like in a world that's so cynical and jaded to see somebody having fun and not really giving a rip and it's just fresh well I appreciate it um (laughs) I will say like I'm a pretty joyful person I mean you know in the comedy world it's like it can get dark yeah and I've always just you know really tried to giggle. I don't know. It's so, uh, what do you even say to that? I appreciate it. I appreciate, um, I mean, listen, I'm such a big fan of yours. You have no idea. You're like sweet. You're, you. I mean, listen, we're two hot blondes. Just fucking I know. doing it. There's, and you know what's funny is like, I think there's always a perception of women being shitty to each other. And I'm like, I yeah. wanna, I'm the opposite. If there's a girl out there that's making it in comedy, I want to be friends with her because there's yeah. so few of us. There's like five of us. You and- know, when you go on the road with men, you're like, I want to kill myself. <laughs> like, I just want to hang out with some cool girls. Yeah. I know. Yeah, I feel yeah. And so you are like this comedian of for the women right now like tell me about your career and I I kind of I did a little dive a long time ago but I didn't I always like to hear it from people themselves yeah tell me about your life oh my life um yes I would say that you know I am a spokesperson for the women of America and the world (laughs) um no I just found like a really strong female audience years ago um kind of like a little bit of my backstory I've been doing stand-up and improv and all that shit forever and then I was living in LA and then had this horrible thing. My dad dies of cancer. All of a sudden, I had to move home to Atlanta. So I moved home to Atlanta, and I literally moved in with my mother, right? Oh, my God. So my mom, my sister, and I are trying to figure out, like, what the fuck is our new normal? How do we grieve? How do we do all this stuff? I honestly should not have been on the internet. Like, I was always a stand-up and doing comedy, but I was on, like, Zannies every day, just, like, putting up cathartically really how I felt about everything and about grieving. And I don't know why it just took off like wildfire. Wait and a then, minute. You mean to tell me that you just put up videos of your grieving process? It yes. wasn't even like comedy? It was comedy. I mean, oh, I've okay. always done like characters and I was always in a wig and yes, I was like I've harassing my mom yeah. and I would put up stand up and stuff. But it was just, I don't know why like the grieving process just took me to a whole nother level. Mm. And I feel like it just, I was saying all the things at the time that women were feeling, not just about grief, but about like life in general. And I just kind of like honed in on that. And, you know, my bitches have been uh, wow. have been loyal. Wow. Love my, love my girls. Yeah. What, do you, what is it that you 
dialed into, you think? Um, what are some of the truths that resonated? Because yeah. I think it is really special when you tap into a nerve. You feel right. it. Right. I don't know. It's feeling like, you know, I feel like <clears throat> women sometimes we feel like we can't say what we really want to say, right? Because if we yes. say it, we come off as cunty or bitchy or um, too full of ourselves. I yes. mean, you're always writing a fine fucking line yeah. when you've got a pussy about whether or not you know, if yeah. you're really feel good about yourself, well, you know, she's a snobby, up, you know, uptight bitch. Yeah. Um, you know, and then there are other days when I'm on my period, which I'm like, I'm going to just drive, the, you know, my Jetta right off the bridge. <laughs> you know, it's like, where's the fine yeah. line? Yeah. But um, I don't know. I would just say things in a joyful way, like in a sarc yeah. sarcastic. So it was like approachable, but it was still joyful. Like, all right, well, the joke's on me and the joke's always been on me. So yeah. I think that way it also feels like a real... <laughs> God, I hate that this is even coming out of my mouth, but like a safe space. So yeah. the women would come around, they'd be like, I feel exactly the same way. I'm so glad somebody fucking said it. Yeah. And it helped if I was in a wig, you know? <laughs> like, Yeah, that's so true. Because you are really, you're very like visually appealing too. Yeah. I love that you wear wigs and you do characters. You're not afraid to like. Oh, I'm in a glitter suit. You know I what I mean? Like, I love it. I'm just, uh, when I when your special came out and you're in this like hot pink <laughs> yeah. diamond and you had the, and I'm always yeah. a lip girl. You yeah, know what I mean? Me too, yeah. and, I, and you had had the diamond necklace on. I literally yeah. was getting ready to shoot my special and I had to call my people and I was like, we can't go hot pink. Christina's oh, in hot no. pink. It's like, get the black glitter out, you know? Oh, but like, just, you know, it's I stay suited and booted. That's just, yeah. I love to like tap into the real feminine side of like who I am. Yeah. Even though I have like the deepest, raspiest yeah. sex phone worker ever. Yeah. Voice ever, you know? <laughs> yeah, because I've recently started enjoying dressing that outrageous and being feminine yeah. because I think for so many years as a stand-up I was hiding my looks and hiding my breasts or hiding being feminine because I wanted to be seen as one of the guys yeah and then you realize like well a I'm never going to be one of the guys and mm -hmm. b why do I want to be one of the guys I'm not I'm, I'm I'm a girl yeah and there's there's something wonderful and fun in that and playful in that and yeah. fuck it what who's holding me I'm holding me back here you know? yeah I mean, even in my like, early days of doing stand-up and especially like improv in New York, I would show up full blowout hoops. I'm from the South. You know what I mean? Like a similar cheetah print blouse. And I'd show up and, you know, and everybody looked like they just rolled out of fucking bed. Yeah. And I was like, no, 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 honey, no. the show must go on. Yeah. This is a performance. Yeah. You know, like, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. You know, I have like a full set of lashes on. Like, that's yeah. just always who I've been. I mean, I also have two modes. Like, full Broadway and then like, you know, troll underneath the bridge yeah. telling you riddles. Like there is no medium. <laughs> There's so no just true. like throw on a t-shirt and run out to Whole Foods. There is no medium. Yeah. yeah. I'm the same way though. And I, I think because during the pandemic, we all lived in sweatpants for essentially what, like a year or two yes. years. And after the pandemic is I shot my special in January of last year and I was so I wanted joy and right. I wanted to, to, sh to not to give the people, but to, to like, present something pretty to look at for fuck's yeah. sake like everybody's so depressed i yeah. wanted something glamorous and i think people underrate beauty and the importance of beauty and and the value of beauty and yeah. now and it kind of um I'm, i follow all the old supermodels like christy turlington oh, obsessed. Obs i'm obsessed I'm a, i like cindy crawford and her equally uh, stunning daughter and then when the, the daughter then when the, the son, son got the eye tattoos i was so upset i, know, me I was too. upset for her I, I just the whole thing really had me unraveled the sun is on the drive He's on the drugs. But can I, I tell you, she pulled yeah. back the career. She raised those kids. So she did. I don't know what the fuck is going on there. I, 
I know, but but I blame um, everything on Pete Davidson. I don't I even do, know if oh. he was involved. I think he dated Kaya for like a hot second, but I blame everything on him. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure he's a lovely guy. I'm sure. But come on. Fine. But um, Linda Evangelista and all these yeah. women that we grew up like idolizing, and you're like, what's wrong with that? And now it's considered wrong to 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 like beauty and thinness and prettiness. It's like, no, that that's a cool thing. If you're that beautiful. Lean in. Lean wow. the fuck yeah. in. Yes. <laughs> I know. Here's my thing. My weight's always fluctuated and so much of my comedy is always about being like, you know, a larger woman or whatever. But I know I'm drop dead gorgeous. So that was always <laughs> my problem. I'm like, does not matter, you know, however much my weight is fluctuated. I always knew that when I walked into the room, people were like, yeah. she's got big titties, yes. blonde hair, and a good fucking face. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, why are we face. not leaning in? Yep. I was never going to do, in stand-up, I was never going to be the comedian like an oversized t-shirt like, Mm, yeah. I'm so shy. Like, it's yeah. just not, yeah. it's not, not who thing. I am. That's so true. And don't you find, and I think I've heard you even say this, like, I don't think I've ever been kicked out of a guy's bed for being 20 pounds too heavy. No. Like, no, they love, they love that fat ass. Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah. We also like kind of beefier guys. It's really like, weird yeah. too, because yeah. my husband looks kind of similar to oh, your no, husband. Can we see him? Yeah. Or you can we, show him? Yeah. I'll, I'll definitely show him. Yeah. Um, Bring up her husband. Let's see. Oh yeah. Can you look up Je uh, Jeff Daniels? Not the Jeff Daniels. I was going to say. Yeah. From Dumb, Dumb and Dumber. Dumber. Yeah. He's really funny. Yeah. You may not be able to find him. Oh yeah. Heather McMahon. There we go. It's got to be a wedding photo. Who is, so Who is Jeff Daniels? This is so Who funny. is Jeff Daniels? Uh, oh, there you go. Go down to that photo. Oh, you look so Hold pretty. On. Hold on. You go, roll down. Scroll down a little bit. Keep going. No, uh, keep going. That one in the where he's got the hat on to the oh. left. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or that one right oh, there. You yeah. can see. He's a beefy bear. He's a beefy bear. But they got like the similar bears. like full beard. Yep. You know what I mean? It's a type. I like it's bears. A type. Yeah. I yeah. like it more than like, you know, scrawny. Oh, I've never been with a thin man. Ugh. The pressure's have. on you to be skinnier. Yeah. Like when I dated thin guys, it was always like, yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't. I actually, I don't. I don't like anyone whose whole identity is wrapped up in their body, and if yeah. it's tight enough or mm -hmm. fit enough, it's kind of boring. No. Like I've also never really trusted guys with like really ripped bodies. No, I'm like, neither. For the amount I. of time you spend in the gym, you could, I don't know, be volunteering or, or doing do something anything else better with yourself. I know. Fuck. Yeah. Anyway, okay, so it started on Instagram. Yeah. Your father had died, and out of tragedy, God, that's always how it is, isn't it? Especially with creative things. If you can find a way to turn your feelings into something mm -hmm. um, entertaining or at least valuable to other people is like so much better than just doing drugs all day and yeah. rotting and playing video so games. So much better than doing drugs yeah. all day. Although I do love some doing that some days. I you do know? love drugs. Yeah. I mean, I am in, you know, trying to get health and wealth in my life. But um, yeah, I just started, I was, I really felt like there was a huge setback in my life because here I was like in LA and I have this theory about being in LA. As soon as you leave Los Angeles or the state of California, that's when the that's phone when shit happens. Every that's time. when they want you back. Every time. They tickle your taint while you're there yep. and then you leave and then they're like, we need you for six months. Yep. And I'm like, where the fuck were y'all for five years while I was grinding <laughs> and hustling and, you know, yeah. driving across town at four o'clock to do commercial auditions? Yeah. Where were you? Well, because show business is like dating. The yeah. more disdain you show for the guy, the more he likes you. 
right? That's if the you're truth. like, I like you, do you like me? They're yeah. like, no. And no. the minute you're like, I don't give a fuck about you. Yeah. And they're, then they're like, hi. They're up your ass. Hi. Yep. But you're very good at show business. I saw I saw on your Instagram, you're like, I'm in variety. Like, didn't yeah. they name you like the up and coming? It, the Hollywood Reporter. I don't know yeah. why, but they were, this is the irony of it, though. So the Hollywood Reporter says, I'm the next big thing, whatever the fuck that means. So I'm thinking next day or like hot off the press, <laughs> next day, phone's going to be ringing, managers, yeah. agents are like, oh my God, you know, you're starring in a movie with Austin Butler. No one has called. So I'm like, what are we doing here? <laughs> you're like the next big thing to what? To order a hot dog. Yeah, I don't fucking cone, know. In line at Starbucks. Or... Yeah. You know, so I'm like, I, I guess it's just I'm next. I'm not up yet. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm in line. I'm queued up. I'm teed up, ready to go. Yeah. But I'm still on the bench. So I'm ready when they're ready to put me in, yeah. you know. I'm ready to go full reptilian lizard Illuminati and just yeah. dive in. Yeah. You know what's so interesting is I think that all of us, everybody's in the the hierarchy and the totem pole. And I think yeah. there's only one person who feels good about themselves and mm -hmm. their place. And that might be Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> because from what I understand, all scripts get sent to Leonardo DiCaprio first. He gets really? literally like anything worth a shit goes to Leonardo. And then second is like... I don't know, Tom Cruise, Brad Pitt. Right. I am any I imagine even Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt are kind of like, I don't know, there's a fucking that guy on top of me and I'm a guy under him. And who, you know, like right. are you ever do you ever feel good enough in showbiz? Like I don't know if that's possible. No, no you don't ever, ever. I don't Leo just doesn't give a fuck anymore, right? No. Like, I mean, he's yeah, he's done it all. Also, why did he just retire? You're worth like probably hundreds of millions. We're done. Well, you know? he likes it. But can I tell you what yeah. I recently had a thought about, Leo what? Leonardo? What? You know how he catches and releases these girls when they turn 25? <laughs> that is the best way to put it. Yeah. Catch and release. But can I tell yeah. you something? Yeah. It's actually, everybody's like, oh, that's so fucking sexist. What a piece of shit he is. He just yeah. uses them when they're like, actually... That's probably the most humane and civilized thing he can do. Why? Yeah. 25 is the age where girls start to go, wait, wait a minute, TikTok, my biological clock is working. I'm dating this rich guy. Maybe I should hook him in. Yeah. Settle down. And then he goes, oh, no, 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 sweetheart. Go back out into the world uh -huh. so you can find another P. rich <laughs> guy. Yeah. Like you're still hot enough. You're only 25. Right. So I've given you plenty of time. Right. To get your meat hooks into another richie. That's smart. I, I think honest? he's fucking really nice, really humane. Good job, Leo. Yeah, good job, Leo. Um, I've, I've heard wonderful things about him. And this is not me like flexing my dick or anything, but I've, I have a friend who works with him a lot. And she's like, he's one of the nicest people. I believe is. it. He can't be miserable. He can't he's be miserable. living his best life, just yeah. banging hot models. And he doesn't even have to work out. That body of his, he looks like a fucking 12-year-old girl. He's never done a push-up in his life, and he doesn't have to. That's how fucking it's rich he is. It's a soft core. It's yeah. a fucking soft yeah. core. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't give a shit. Doesn't give a shit. Yeah. He still, he still is hot. His face looks great. Did uh, Cindy Crawford's daughter, Dakaya, did she date him too? No. 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 Shit, Cindy would have to have warned her about it. But I feel like they're neighbors in Malibu they, or something. Uh, yeah, they're all Malibu gals. So you're yeah. ready to sell your soul 
to showbiz. What yes. you're saying, you're you're here for it. Do you want? You're an actress. I saw you're you're on Netflix. You have you're on yes. shows. Yes. So is that is that ultimately where you want to land? Is like acting gigs. Well, I love stand up because it's the only thing I think in show business that you can control. Like oh, once yeah. the ball starts rolling, it's like I can I know I can go put up a show somewhere and it's my shit. Nobody can tell me no. Even if there's three people in the audience, it is my shit. Yep. So that's why comedy will always be the love. But um, yeah, I mean I'm a I'm an actor. I you know was classically trained at the University of Mississippi. You were? Oh, darling. Yes, I was. (laughs) So, of course, I also love playing other people. I'm kind of sick of myself right now. Like, especially after doing the special and all this shit. And I got a podcast and all this. I'm like, I'm so sick of hearing my own voice. I want to just, like, (laughs) dive in and play something else. Yeah. You know? So I'm where a thespian. I hear so so you're from the South. You grew up yeah. in Mississippi. It, no, I grew up in Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay. Went to school in Mississippi. Oh my gosh. Um, moved to New York after, then LA, and then popped back to Atlanta. And then yeah. I can see all the influences. I can see the Southern girl, and yeah. then I can see the New York, and then the Cali. It it served you well. Like I think it did form. I can see it. Oh my all God. the pieces. Thank you. My mom's from Boston cool. and my husband's a Yankee. So people always think I'm from Chicago. Like yeah, I'm, you've got that vibe. Yeah. I've got that vibe. Hell yeah. Wow. So where Go did Bears. you shoot your special? Um, I shot it at the Lexington Opera House in Beautiful. Lexington, Kentucky. And I wanted to shoot it in the South um, just because I was like, th- that's, you know, like I just love it. They just get it. They get it. Um, and I wouldn't say like my style of comedy is like particularly Southern at all. I mean, my biggest market's New York, but I just wanted to, I wanted that feeling of just being around a bunch of women and cheetah print. And, you know, they come, they wear like <laughs> real diamonds and pearls, you know what I mean? And they come out with like a real fur and they're like, this was grandmama's. This was yeah. Nana's. And that's like what yeah. I wanted in the audience when I, I shot this. I love that shit. Yeah. Yeah, I just developed an appreciation in the last year and a half living here of Southern yeah. women. And like I um, belong to a ladies book club. Hell uh, yes. Yeah. And like I, that was so foreign to me growing up in LA. Mm-hmm. I make fun of that shit my whole life. And now I get it. Like it's. It's a sense of camaraderie. It's yeah. a sense of sisterhood. Like I was in a sorority at Ole Miss. And it was the best four years of my life. And people don't get it, especially in comedy. Like, you were in a sorority. I'm like, fuck yes. It is not what people think. Like, I would show up to the house, get fed well, you know, and just basically get a makeover every day and just party with my girlfriends. And I can still call them now. If I, God forbid something happens, like, I can call a handful of 160 women that I'm still close wow. with and just be like, bitches, show up, roll through, you know? I, it's, I, I love. I love Southern women. And I think there's, and that's also like in storytelling, especially too. I hate these fucking coastal elitists who have this idea of what it's like to be a Southern woman. Yeah. You know, like I would go on auditions and everybody was a fucking idiot. These these parts that I would read for. <laughs> and I always like read for a hooker because of this voice, right? <laughs> so I'd go out like for, you know, a truck stop hooker and I'd be like, no, you you don't understand her. I understand this character. <laughs> you know, I would just get so pissed off. Yeah. At like the idea that um, Southern women are progressive and smart. I grew up on the show Designing Women. Do you remember Designing yeah, Women? Yeah, I love that. That was a great cast. Was it Delta Burke was in that? Delta Burke, Jean Smart, yeah. Annie Potts. Annie Potts. She's still yeah. around. I love um, Annie Potts. Yeah, Dixie Carter. Ghostbusters, like, what do you want? Yeah. She's great. Yeah, this was a great show. Yeah, it's true because Southern women, there's a resilience, there's a strength there, but there's also a lot of respect for like, I don't know, manners and looking good and like, yeah. I don't know. It's a, it's a nice culture. I'm starting to slowly understand it and respect the South. Cause I, I was yeah. one of those coastal snobs my whole life. Cause I just grew up in LA and I was like, what? They're all like Bible thumping. Right. 
lunatics who are just shooting each other and then you live there's here. a few, few of them in there's there. those but yeah. not but like no I like it's it. honestly you know bitches who just like the finer things in life but have also yeah. had to like hustle yeah and um i mean but texas in particular like i even come to texas and i'm like oh fuck get out the spray tan you know what i mean <laughs> like god damn it darby spray me darby. from head to toe <laughs> you know um uh, but i i never thought in a million years either that i would have lived in mississippi and that's where i went for college and i my husband and i recently just bought a house there i'm like i mean we live in atlanta full time but i was like i love this like little oasis in this little college town where i went where it's just everybody is fucking fabulous and doesn't give a fuck that's yeah, the biggest thing. that's a huge people thing here. don't give yep. a fuck yeah legit legit and the culture to at least here i find is like enjoy your life first and yeah. then comes hustle like mm -hmm. there's a there's a a joie de vivre, if you will, yes. that doesn't that doesn't exist in LA because it, that's a hustle culture, and I think New York City is a hustle culture. People are building dreams and shit, man. Yeah, and every relationship there has to be an angle to it, and like, what can I get from you? Versus in the South, like you will just hang out with people because you like them. Yeah, you can just drink, chill, ch smoke cigs, drink beer, yeah. and no like, one gives a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> who gives? You a smoke fuck? cigarettes everywhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Yeah. So okay, so you're gonna be an actress. We've got your special. Yeah. Huge. You just got married. That's cool. Just got married. That is. Um, been is this a your first marriage? <laughs> this is my first marriage. Nice. My first marriage. We don't have kids yet. That I literally. This is so fucked up. I literally was just looking. I've been doing this thing at night where when I get anxious, I just like write down, right? Yeah. Trying to write down all my worries because if not, I'm an insomniac. I'll be up till 5 a.m. just like scratching my teeth yeah. about all the things I need to fix. And I went down the list of like all the things that I was worried about. And the last thing was like, when do I have a baby? Ooh, and I yeah. said that today to my buddy. And I was like, this is, these are the thoughts that I have at 4 a.m. And there's no pressure like yeah. societal. Pr well, there is actually. So fuck that. But I'm turning 36 this year. Oh, baby. I know. And You're I'm a just puppy. like, I know. But I have no eggs left. How do you know that? Because I did egg freezing two years ago. Good. Well, I went into it selfishly thinking I was going to get a bunch of eggs and embryos and then I was just going to like, you know, have a bunch of like Kardashians and just retire and be Kris Jenner. And then they were like, you have no eggs. So out of like, I had to do it multiple times and I only up ended up getting one embryo. So I have a daughter on ice, which is crazy That's that I awesome. know I have a daughter. But I'm just like, fuck, do I do it this year? Do we try again? Like, do I do the egg? I just got really fucked up from doing the egg freezing process. Like the hormones yeah. just took me out. So I'm in this weird spot where I know I'm young. My mom had me at 40. That's probably why I do comedy. You know, yeah. it's an old egg. Yeah. But um, just these are the things that keep me up at night. Like the marriage thing, great. He's fine. Love him. We've been together 12 years. I feel like we've been married oh for 12 gosh, years. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, we've been together a long time. Wait, so why why, why now? Why after 12 years? <laughs> Great question. Let's fucking call him. Why, Jeff? Yeah, why now? Like, why, yeah, um, why the delay? It, no, I mean, we were kids. We met when we were 22, and I was doing comedy in New York, and I basically told him, I said, listen, I got to follow my dream. I'm moving to L.A. And Jeff, like, has a wonderful, stable job. He's in real estate and finance. And he was like, go, fly, little birdie, fly. Mm. So um, I went to L.A., and then I came back to Atlanta, then moved back to New York. So we've been long distance for like eight out of the 12 years. Never broke wow. up once, never had a hiccup. Like he's just my man. I know that's rare. Wow. Yeah. You're like Dolly Parton and what's his name? Yeah, we don't know because no one's ever fucking no one's seen, him. seen him. No one knows who he is. But that's, yeah, there's just some relationships that can stand the test of time. Mm, and Knock on wood. I mean, yeah. you know, now yeah, I'm like, like, I don't know, we're married. Now. Yeah, yeah. Now Things we're a year in a marriage and it really does change. Yeah. When, you, when you say I do, yeah. all of a sudden you sit back and you're like, the fuck? Yeah. When did you become this lazy? Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Like, I'm just like, what does he do? I never realized yeah. he ever played video games, Ooh, ever, period. And the other day, he was setting up. Any? Yeah, he's setting up a, a PlayStation 5 to just do golf. It's only golf shit. But I never realized, Ugh. like, yeah. How I, much it dr um, dries your vag out when it, he brings out the PlayStation, right? Just, yeah. Just Sahara. Sucks all the moisture yeah. out of our vaginas yeah. when you see that fucking PlayStation mm -hmm. come out. Oh. <laughs> we feel nothing for you. Yeah. Shut and the he, fuck up. And he gets really, he gets a little cheesed when I talk shit. We yeah. have vag dryer. We talk about vag dryers on the show, stuff that guys do that would just fucking turn us off. And yeah. for me, the video games are paramount. It's so. It's so infantile. Agreed. And I think when you marry a man, I think you're right. You go from like, first of all, when people are like, what's the big deal about getting married? What's the big deal? It's like, you make that person your family, bro. That's what it is. They can't, you can't just peace out and walk out. Like mm -hmm. they're your fucking family. So now, now they have a standard to live up to, right? Like right. he's your man. He's your wingman. He's your bro. He's your soldier. Yeah. You guys are in the fucking trenches together. And if you're up hustling and he's fucking <laughs> four in the morning, it's like, what's he doing yeah. to help the hustle? Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Bro? And I'm up looking at air fryer porn. Literally, that's all I look at. I watch air fryer porn. Did you know you can put anything in an air fryer? And then I write down my list of like worries, you know? <laughs> he was never a video gamer. This is a brand new thing. It's just because oh. he's so dialed into golf. So why is that, Annie? Why did he just, what, what happened? So he got married and then he brought out the video game. Well, specifically for this fucking golf thing. It's a golf video game and that he plays with his bros and it's only golf. And he, we have this joke that he's like semi-retired because he does like finance and real estate. I don't actually really know what he does. So he's on the golf course like <laughs> seven days a week and I've become very bitter and resentful and we had a conversation the other day I said I don't want to be that bitch yeah but you've got to hide that you're playing golf yeah I, just hide fucking lie to me just say you're going I love to the bank. this finally just say this is this is this is what I've been trying to articulate it it's like so but what is it about it that that makes you so fired up because I'm on the road working my ass off and you know mm. being in our business there's never a day off truly and you have kids, so there's literally not Never. a second off. No. So for me, I'm like, just lie to me. Say you need to go to the <laughs> bank and just see a guy about cash. Right. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And hide for eight hours. I don't care. Hide. And then come back in a like a suit with a fake briefcase and be like, it's all fixed. Yeah. You know? <laughs> it's just I know when I'm schlepping through the Cleveland airport oh, and I've got two shows stop. that night. I know. I and you're on the golf course. I just it makes my teeth Ugh. itch. The worst is when Tommy would be on the road and I'd be home with like our you know, three-year-old and yep. our one-year-old. And he's like, I went out, had fun with the guys, went to this uh, cool comedian party, smoked weed with Dave Chappelle. And I'm just like, oh, did you? Was that fun? Did you have a good time? And meanwhile, there's like children screaming and I'm wiping asses and vomit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, you got to do race car driving? That's yeah. fun. How, how do you do it being on the road with kids? So that's an interesting question. And um, actually, I really don't these days. And I think I'm going to have to s change how I do that business. Yeah. Uh, actually, so if I were to tell you, like, I don't know if your husband can stay home with the kids while you're out. Oh, he better. He's gonna. He's yeah. gonna have to. Yeah. But, yeah. but because Tom is aggressively touring, I choose to, to really just stay home for right. the most part and do this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I want either Tom, Tom or I are home usually with the yeah. kids when we go out. That's how I recommend doing it. You can take the little one. If you have one kid, take it on the road as yeah. much as you can until they go into school. Right. I don't know. Don't have more than one, but you only have one embryo. I know. That's true. So then got you're good. One roll of the dice, right? Yeah. 
I know. You can have one kid, one kid, easy peasy. Two is like having 20. Don't. If you want a career, it's tough. I know. But then all my friends that are only children, I'm like, they're so gnarly. Yeah. I know yesterday, like no offense, people that have one and done. I totally get it. I was an only child. I think if, if you are an only child, you just, I know how sad and lonely I was, but my parents were also fucked up. Right. Anyway, I met only child yesterday at the movie theater. This little kid was coming around talking to my boys and he was so articulate yeah he was like is that an iguana actually no that's a spotted dragon and i know that because it has a beard and a spot and i was like you're an only child aren't you because he was so because he had to talk to adults yeah but i was always that kid who wanted to hang out with the adults like i hung out with my friends but if i was at a sleepover i wanted to like figure out what was going on with like Grown-ups. my friend's stepmom you know what i mean i wanted to like chit chat yeah. What's going on? What's going on? Chit chat. Yeah, yeah, I want to chit chat. I with learned the about chit chat. That's yeah. a southern thing. Chit chat. Yeah, sometimes you just got chit chat. <laughs> you know, in the south, we don't have uh, we don't gossip. We have prayer requests. Never forget that. <laughs> I'm gonna pray for you. Oh, prayer. Christina, I'm gonna pray for your dry vagina. I, I got you. I'm gonna pray for you. <laughs> I'm gonna pray for you. Yeah, yeah. And that's so true. They don't. They go. Yeah. God damn, you guys are sneaky. Yeah. But very caring and considerate. When shit goes down, southern southern women do check on you, and they're yeah. cool as shit. Yeah, they'll show up with a casserole. Yeah. You know, a pack of Marlboros and, you know, their grandmother's pearls, truly. Yeah. Like, you need to wear these to the funeral. Yeah. yeah and here's a secret cig. Yeah. You know, you got to sit down when you smoke it, but here's a secret cig because we know you need it. <laughs> That's so rad. So we know what dries uh, video games. Does anything else dry your veg when you see General guy? laziness. Yeah, that is that's bad. And I've realized, like, obviously women were such multitaskers, but I think being a working woman and then, like, the things that I handle in my brain on a day-to-day basis is fucking crazy. And there's some things, and this is just for men in general. Like, if I give Jeff a task, he's not lazy. He'll do it. But he can only focus on that one fucking task. I know. And I'm like, I've done 45 other things. And then he gets mad at me when I get mad at him because I'm like, how are you? How can you not do more than one thing. And he's just like, I'm doing the best I can. You know? <laughs> just <laughs> doing me enough. a bitch. You yeah. know? Well, wait until you have a kid and then you'll really want to fucking beat the shit out of him. I know, you're like, that's... wait, why can't you do this? What are you fucking stupid? Yeah. Or you'll be like, um, if you ask him to do something, there's like 40,000 questions attached to it. And you're like, just. It's the question before <sighs> I've even finished the statement. Yeah. I need you to book the, the tickets. Oh, forget to it. To where? Forget it. To let me finish. If you would have let me take in an extra breath, I would have said to yeah. Austin, Texas, yeah. you know, <laughs> to Hawaii. I'm going to tell you the date. I'm going to follow up. Just let me get the full fucking sentence out and then you'll have the information. You dumb fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, sweetie. I love you, but I know you're on the golf course right now. So go fuck yourself. <laughs> on the golf course. Mm. The fake golf course. Yeah, I've really leveled up my husband's life. Like, we moved back to Atlanta. That's awesome. We we live next to our country club. It's amazing. I mean, he's just, you know, he was this, like, city slicker New York guy who's just, like, you know, at the clubhouse with the boys. You know, he has nothing to complain about. Yeah. No, his yeah. life is great. Yeah. Wow. And we live with my mother. We moved into my childhood home. Stop. Yeah. So this house that I moved, when I said I moved back in with my mom after my dad died, I then left, moved back to New York. And then the pandemic hit, my husband was like, your mom's inviting us down. Like, let's go. So we move in with my mom again. Now we've like taken over the house. I mean, my mom's a widow. She's such a, she's a hot little ming. So she's 75, doesn't look a day over 40. And she treats my Jeez. husband like a king. Wow. So my husband is like living the dream, playing golf, gets meatballs made for him every day. And meanwhile, I'm like, 
doing yard work. Like, yeah. well, how did we get Getting here? on a plane, working your dick yeah. off. Yeah. I know. Isn't that great? So he must worship you. He'd better worship he you. He does. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's fucking great. And we've also, but I will say like as much as I can tease about his life now, he was there for me and like supported me oh, when I was hustling. Well, because there's no guarantees in this business. Yeah. Do you think he'll be a stay-at-home dad? Um, I don't know, but honestly, I would love it. Yeah, it'd be great. Yeah, because you can do the finance. He can, you know, do the yeah. stock markets from the laptop, you know? Yeah. Sure. Great. Yeah, I think it'd be really great. You, gosh, you might be the next evolution of, of like marriage and family. You know, we um, haven't got run this by him yet, though. So <laughs> he may be like, let me no. let me do your life for you. Yeah. Um. I mean, yeah, because look, you are the the bread, the primary, as far as I know. I don't know how much he makes, but it looks like you're, you know, you're the yeah. Hollywood's the Hollywood Reporter said it. Yeah. So next, you're the next big, big thing. thing. So <laughs> don't you love how they declare that stuff? You're like, how do you get what? Like, what poll did you, did you guys take a poll? No, I literally asked him, I was like, who chose this? It's so funny how that all works. Do you know that you can buy your Hollywood star? You You can? You you buy it? No, you do buy it. It's usually the studio who buys it for, so like, let's say you're promoting a movie. Okay. The studio pays for the star and then, yeah, you show up and you, they have to, there's a committee that has to approve this. Okay. So I can't like buy it tomorrow. Well, I tried. I wanted to because I yes. was like, when my special came out, I called my publicist and I was like, all right, what's the what's the rigmarole? Right. Who do I pay to get on the, the, the Grammys or whatever? Yeah. And he had an answer for me. He's like, well, actually, here's what you do. I was like, like, there's a, yeah, it's Anything pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, Google how much of Hollywood Walk of Fame star is. I think it's 20,000, which is not a um, at all. I'm a new money bitch. I'll throw money at anything these days. You know what I mean? <laughs> let's 20, get you a star. Let's go. Ugh. But it's thirty thousand dollars. As of twenty twenty two, it's fifty grand. That's not bad. Okay. For a star forever. Yeah. Let's get you one. For European You know, you should have your publicist send them that article and be like, Well, hello, <laughs> I'm the next fucking Let's do a fun a fundraiser for you to get yeah. your oh, star. Let's do a GoFundMe. A GoFundMe. Let's do a GoFundMe. You know what? Who's gonna come through? The women who follow the women. Me. I Are know. you kidding me? That's I, and then so I do some cool. like VIP thing where I fly one of them out with me and they get to brush my hair before, <gasps> you know, we put the star down. I mean, it could be. What is it? Do you think your listeners, like they want to be your best friend and your um, fans, they want to be your your best friend, right? Like they're like, oh my gosh, I know you. You're like my sister. You're my. Yes. And I, well, I do always get, people are always like, you remind me so much of my friend. She had a horrible drinking problem, but it was like <laughs> so much fun, like my sister. And I'm like. Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, I think it's just, yeah, it's the relatability, right? Like, we're going to sit around and kiki, and I'm not going to judge you. I'm going to roast you, but I'm not going to judge yeah, you. Yeah, you know? of course. You're so yeah. funny, dude. You got, like, Joan uh, Rivers vibes. I love those vibes. Can I tell you? Such strong Joan Rivers That vibes. is the, she was my end-all, be-all. Yeah, my, she's fucking- My idol, and yeah. I got to meet her yeah. a couple times in New York, and then I moved to L.A., and I was sitting at a bar, and she came in. It was like five o'clock. It was early, right? I just moved to LA. So she's sitting at a table and I went up to her and I said, Ms. Rivers, we've met a couple of times, but I just wanted you to know, like, you're the reason why I've stuck with comedy and you're the reason I moved to LA. And she was like, I like you. But I was like, and her assistant was like, do you want to take a photo with her? I was like, no, we've actually taken a photo before. You know, enjoy your dinner. I walk away. So I'm sitting there and I'm like shaking, sitting at the bar, like, oh my God, I, you know, like she's here. She came up to me <gasps> and she put her hand on my shoulder and she just said, you got chutzpah, kid. I have a good feeling about you. You're going to make it. 
And then she left. It was like a ghost. Like she just disappeared. And I got in my car and I called my dad. And I was like, dad, Joan gave me her blessing. And I wept. Like that was the day she died. People sent me more flowers the day she died than when my own dad died. (laughs) That's so funny. Like I just loved her. She was one of the reasons why I got into comedy. I just truly loved like how she did not give a fuck. She did not give a fuck. And and there's this great clip of Joan in the 1960s on a late night show. Yeah. And it's like, would you Google like Joan Rivers in the 60s on The Tonight Show? I wish you could see it. She's like, when you're a single woman, they want to fix you up with anybody. You know, he's a doctor. Bring him along. Bring him along. He's got a hunch on his back. Bring mm-hmm. him along. Bring him along. It's this great. And then she does it pregnant. Even she's on like late night. And that was really one of the first times you ever saw a female comic doing this. And then she was supposed to take over for Johnny. Yeah. And then she made the Cardinal sin. Whatever. She took her own show on Fox, which anybody would have done, done in show business. And Johnny was so offended that he cut her out completely, which is so stupid. And then why that's why her husband that? apparently commit suicide. Commit suicide because he yeah. was like felt so bad about Edgar. the deal. Yeah. Yeah, just terrible. I mean, I can't imagine anybody in show business not getting it. That if you get offered your own show, that trumps inheriting but no, not even inheriting for sure. Cause was she even offered the tonight show formally from Johnny? I don't know. Definitely not. No. It was like a an imp- implied thing, like maybe one day, maybe you'll get to be the inheritor. Of course, they like, all dangle the fucking gear. Yeah. yeah. So like, why wouldn't, I wonder why he cut her out so bad. She, he really blacklisted her Her for a doc- long time. documentary of Piece of Work was yeah, truly like. Yeah, I love like, that if, one. If you haven't seen it, everybody's got to watch it. But it was just the most eye-opening thing for me. And I was just like, and I saw her right before she passed. I saw her perform actually in Atlanta at the Symphony Hall and she did like almost two hours. She's Amazing. in full feathers. She's got a you know a piano player, baby grand out there. She's like you know being dramatic, laying on the piano. The jokes were insane. She came out and said every, literally, she starts the show. She points at every single person in the audience, and she's just like saying everything, everything, just, just like I don't give a fuck. And I I remember being there and being like, this is just refreshing. It's so yes. refreshing to see. Her at what eighty four just let it rip. Yeah, I saw her in like twenty thirteen, and she came out on it was a big theater, and she came out and she had these big post it big yeah. poster boards with like the joke headers on there, and usually when you make your notes, yeah. And she was saying the craziest shit, shit that like younger comics were too afraid to say. Mm-hmm. And they're like, how is it that this old broad ain't afraid, and you guys are just shaking in your boots like I'm gonna get canceled? She don't fucking give, she a, shit. give a fuck. When she died, they did a um, like a Christie's or a Sotheby's uh, auction oh, of her yes. stuff. I didn't have any money at the time, and all I wanted was this like You're Tiffany so silver either. dog bowl. So I, it, it's not available anymore. But I have told my husband like, if you ever really want to get me a gift get me one of her dog bowls somewhere on like ebay christie's whatever this auction is it's a couple grand like that's all i want is i want one of her dog bowls for my dog how funny you're obsessed so i was obsessed with i am obsessed with phyllis diller and same thing when she passed i didn't have any money and all her shit went to sotheby's and so anyway now i slowly buy yes (laughs) i'm friends with like her grandson and i buy like slowly pieces that i wanted like her feather boas and you have to yeah, but isn't that wonderful that um, one person who you look up to can give you their blessing and it just completely changes you and gives you faith? Because you need to have so much faith in yourself to become a comedian yeah. and go against your family's wishes for you and against sanity. Like, what 
sane person wants to be a comedian, it's so irrational. I get asked sometimes by young women who want to get in the business. They're like, what are your, like, my, your tips and tricks? And I'm like, don't fucking do it. Yeah, you know, it's the worst. It's the worst. Don't do it. I'm so blessed and I really love what I do. But it's also like I've been 14 years in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I've been grinding and now I'm. You finally Hollywood's next. You're big next. Thing. You're I'm next. next. <laughs> At year 22, I'll be up. But right now, I'm next. You know. So <sighs> yeah, but it was. It, I I I really truly loved her. But you know, yeah, she's fucking iconic. Iconic, dude. Yeah. It's interesting with those icons, though, is there's also a price you pay for being that iconic. Um, yeah. I mean, she was close. She was close with Melissa, her daughter, but show business was her entire life. Right. Right. Everything was in service of the career, the career. And it's interesting when women decide to be that level of uh, success. It's like we expect men to neglect their families mm -hmm. in service of the career because that's what they do. I always talk about what's the fuck it Lombardi. Vince Lombardi is one of the most celebrated. He's a coach, right? He was right. He yeah. coached football. Most celebrated coach. He was the biggest piece of shit. Father, piece of, of shit. Husband, piece of shit. Human. Johnny Carson. Yeah. Uh, iconic. Biggest piece of shit husband. How many wives did fucking Johnny Carson have? Seven or something ridiculous like that? Yeah. It's like, it's it's such a sacrifice to be number one. I don't know. Well, I, and I that's why I feel, no, you're totally right. And I, that's why I feel in this day and age too. It's like, okay, I know I want to be, when you brought up family earlier, it was interesting. It was like, yeah, I got married to my husband because I want that to be our family. And yeah. I have not had this like maternal clock ticking where I'm like, I want the baby. I don't oh. crave the baby. I crave like the funny 10 year old who I can like kiki <laughs> with. And I know, yeah, how old are your kids same. So four and seven. And okay. I'm just getting there where it's fun. Yeah. Not like, oh my God, I want to fucking die. Right. Because the early years are the worst, Heather. Did you lie. crave though? Were you, did it, it kicked in where you're like, I'm ready to be a mom. I literally woke up at 35 years old. Yeah. Like my birth, we were in the Dominican Republic I turned 35 and yeah. I was like, let's go, Tommy. Time to blast loads in me. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. I fucking for real, like my clock just ding. Yeah. And everything inside of me wanted a baby primal. And then when it didn't happen right away, I was gutted. And, you know, you have a couple miscarriages, right. whatever. And you're just you're like, I have to do this. If I can't do this, what am I? Right. I'm a woman. All I'm supposed to do is be able to make a baby and I can't do it. So. Mine's like every other Tuesday. Like Jeff says, I'm like <laughs> depositing in the bank. He's like, can I yeah. deposit in the bank tonight? Which really like I have low fertility. So he should just be able to like, you know, just yeah. jizz all over the yeah, place. Yeah. Um, but and I'm just like and I'll panic at the last minute. I'm like, just pull the fuck out. And I'm even on birth control because I get like ovarian cysts, not even for to not get pregnant. And yeah. literally I just I panic. It's like I want one. But then like right before I go to bed, I'll be like, give me a baby. Like, give me a baby. And he's like, are you sure? And then I'm like, pull out. It's just weird. Just up and down. Down, I don't know what the fuck is going on. But I also think because I'm Hollywood's next big, big thing, <laughs> there's just a sense of like such pressure because I was a late bloomer in my career. You know what I mean? No So it's way. like I'm in this like prime pocket right now where I got to fucking grind for the next. I want to work for the next five years and then be like, peace out. I'm in the Turks and Caicos. You'll never hear yes. from me again. But you can because and I tell women watching this show all the time, do what Heather did. Go put your eggs on ice. Yes. Do if, it. If, do yeah, it. If you're worried and I know it's expensive. Yeah, bitch. So is IVF when you're 40 and you're yeah. infertile. It gets even more expensive if you delay it. Yeah. Go put your eggs on ice and you know you can put that embryo in you at 50. Yeah. 
Because the uterus is still good. Well, and that was the thing. My doctor was like, you were built to breed. Like, I mean, my shoulders, my tits, like I am just built to carry. But so that's why it was so interesting when they went in and they were like, okay, you have a low egg count. So I just have to, I know that if we did another round of IVF to get the embryos, I, they would just have to beef me up again. And that yeah. almost took me down. That is not to discourage other women though. I wish I would have done it in my twenties. Why yeah. did I wait till 33 to do it? I was, I was so angry. And they also, it's bullshit about like our education system like you don't know what you don't know yeah, like no. why hadn't my gynecologist since i was 18 going to the gyno been checking me for fertility for, for my fertility it's mm -hmm. your amh your anti-mullerian hormone you can do it with a simple blood test why was nobody saying hey bitch because my fertility doctor was like yeah you probably had low fertility for a really long time and we waited really Fuck. long and i'm like i had no fucking idea and Why if you, didn't nobody tell me? But had you known at like 20 years old you could have taken younger eggs yes yeah yeah, so who knows what the fuck this baby's well, going to turn out to be. <laughs> He's like all frozen. and th yeah. But then also, I'm in perimenopause now, and oh, I shit. didn't even, well, I'm 46, so like okay. that makes sense, right? Yeah. And I was like, why am I so miserable for like the last two years? I've just been night sweats and miserable. Yeah. And I've told everybody, and they're like, just up your Lexapro. And I was like, no, I don't think so. Mm -hmm. I finally got blood tested and like had my hormones looked at. And of course, there's an imbalance going on. And it's it, always the hormones. Yeah. It always comes like, down to it. But why did my, no one, not my general practitioner, nobody was like, go get your hormone. Dr. Drew told me to do it. And I was like, oh, okay. And had I not been friends with him, you wouldn't have known. Yeah. I saw a functional medicine doctor started going to one like three years ago. That's who encouraged me because it showed what is up it? in my functional, functional medicine. Is so this... it's like a, it's a MD, but yeah. who also like kind of leans more Eastern. Basically for women, especially any woman who's listening to this, please, for the love of God, go get your hormones checked. She was the one who like signaled it for me. She was like, your AMH wow. is really low. So have you talked to your gynecologist? I go in, talk to my gynecologist. She's like, Oh yeah, if you want to have a baby, we should try and do it this year. I was like, why can't this year? I'm on tour. Yeah, like, it's not happening. It's not happening. So then I went through a rigorous process. Like I had to do, I mean, I had rounds of shots that didn't even work. Like my eggs didn't even. What do you mean? Like, um, well, I fucked it up one time, and I talk about this in the special about like this whole fertility journey. But they just send you home with like needles and and medicine, and they're like, figure it out. Like they don't even send you home with a YouTube video. It's like a pamphlet. <laughs> like I'm a civilian. I, I mean, I could barely figure out how to pay my taxes, and now you want to inject myself? Like, get the fuck out of I here. Know. So one of the rounds I did it wrong because I mixed the medicines wrong. So that's twenty thousand dollars down the drain. <gasps> and then the second one, they were like, we're really going to beef you up. So I had to do like a month of testosterone, weeks uh. of vaginal suppositories. That will make you fucking crazy. Yep. And I was thinking, if I would have done this five years ago, we may not be in this situation. I mean, yeah. I grew like a full beard and was- You did? Yeah, basically, and was just like road raging. And oh. I was just horny all the time. Because when you're on <laughs> testosterone, you're just beefed up and horny, and it's Fired weird. Up. You're yeah. a dude. No, I fully- yeah, and I and I get it, and I you know I have a joke. I'm like, I now understand why guys are so horny and angry at yeah. the same time because well, it's just the tea. It's the tea. It makes yeah. you horny it and makes you angry. Horny. Yeah. Wow. And it's sort but of sad too. Yeah, I know. I was like, <laughs> but on the other hand, it's what builds civilizations and conquered, you know, yeah. other people, so we could have cool stuff. So thanks, guys. Thanks for being horny and angry. Yeah. You know, oh, okay. <laughs> thanks, bros. <laughs> Toxic masculine. <laughs> Wow. Well, I would rec. I mean, not. I would recommend delaying it, especially if you're a woman in show business. Yeah. Like I waited until the eleventh hour to have kids. Like literally, it was like my first one I had at thirty nine, and then the second at forty two or forty one. Like I just turned forty two, so I really came in at the eleventh hour. Yeah. 
Um, if you're trying to build your career, ladies, I would say wait. If you're yeah. not, if you don't want to build a career and you don't want, you know, don't then don't worry. Just fuck make babies now. But if you want to establish yourself first, like I think where you're at, you could. Because here's the thing: when when that baby starts growing, it, you can't you can tour like I did. I shot the degenerates like eight months pregnant. It was horrible, and right. I wouldn't recommend doing it because you're you're just already suffering and yeah. Like you, you want to stop touring after like like around six months, okay? Just because third trimester is horrible, right? And then after you have the baby, the first ninety days are torture too. Like you want to be home, you can't tour. Yeah, I don't want to fucking do and that. And then also the pressure to like, you know, I mean, we always talk about like like snap back and do this, and then especially oh, if you're on camera. That. But if you're on camera too, and you're like, then okay, I've just had a. Baby. It takes a year for you to feel at like least. yourself again. Yeah, at least two I or mean, three, I'd say. So, okay, that's good advice. I need it. You know what? Right. I really appreciate that. I appreciate just an honest bitch <laughs> looking me in the eyes and being like, no. Just wait. No. Well, just what's wait. the hard? I think because in your situation, if you're telling me you have something on, you have it on ice. Yeah. So then why, what's the hurry? You don't, there's yeah. literally, you can implant that at 50 and be fine. I think what I'll have to do is maybe do one more round just to get some more. See some if backups. I can get some more, some backups because I've also now been on the other side of like my girlfriends my age who've done multiple rounds of IVF and they've gone through, you know, 10 eggs. They had the the um the bank of eggs yeah. and they've gone through it. I mean, you just never know. I mean, you, you got to like know. give it up to the Lord and just hope if just this daughter's meant to be, she's gonna be. She's gonna be. She's gonna be. Bless her heart. When do you guys say you say bless her heart? But that's when you don't like somebody. Yeah, you, you say bless her heart. Bless like her you're heart. a fucking idiot. You're a bitch. Yeah. You're a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Or I mean, you could do egg donors too. There's, yeah. There's that whole route. So it's not like the end of the world. Yeah. You know. But then I would be like, at that point, if you're gonna get an egg donation, I'm like, just, just adopt. Just adapt. I know. You know, maybe I don't want a kid with like my psychosis and my husband's enormous head know. you know like maybe oh, yeah. a fresh That's start because tommy tommy's so big both my well the first kid when it, they were like you can't birth this the baby's too big it's gonna rip you apart oh, we're fuck. gonna c-section you and i was like cool yeah and then i went into labor and they couldn't c-section me so i had to it blasted out my cooch the first one and did you rip tip to taint i didn't rip bro they cut me tip to taint they they fucking did full epi full epidural right no full episiotomy to your butthole uh huh how's your Everything. butthole now see here's the deal after okay. the first one yeah well, it, I just perked up yeah. how's your butthole yeah, yeah. So yeah. The, after the first one it did not it wasn't normal after okay. the first baby something didn't grow back right and I was like dude my fucking asshole my vag are fucked forever and then after the second baby. He, they episiotomy me and then the doctor who sewed me up did something right okay and now I'm totally normal great. I mean, praise, praise Jesus, right? Praise Allah, praise them all because <laughs> truly, you know, I've had friends who are like their buttholes are still like hanging out, like what? Full, yeah, like rectal prolapse, and they're having nah. to go and do like physical therapy. My girlfriend in <sighs> Nashville specializes in pelvic floor rehabilitation. That's a huge thing, man. yeah. And and I never knew like the irony of it is when they say like, oh, you know, you have a loose vagina because you've had so many kids, and that's why you always like pee yourself. She's like, no, it's actually because. <laughs> Your floor is so tight. Your pelvic floor is so tight because the muscles went through such trauma that you oh. actually have to go in there and massage it and release the muscles. Wait, how do you massage your pelvic? Somebody's got to go in there and, you know? Stop it. Yes. They, they, they finger you? Yeah, they go in there. I don't think there's anything. Do I get to choose who fingers me? <laughs> I'm sure you could. Is Ryan Gosling available yeah. for this? Is Leonardo DiCaprio yeah. available? What's Leo doing? Is he in between films? God, that would be so cool if you could choose who gets to do that. I mean, if I could that. call like Bobby Cannavale, I think he's so Who's dreamy. That? Let me see him. Bobby Cannavale? He's married to Rose Byrne. I don't 
told this. Oh, yeah. Okay, my he's husband cute. worked on a movie. Yes, I like him. Yeah, he's I cute. like he's him. He's my type. Tom said he's super nice too. Oh, good. He's I great love to hear that. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, Rose yeah. Burns gorgeous too. Stunning. What a pig. Yeah, talented. Ugh. Ugh. We hate her. I hate her. So fucking great. Yeah, but I really appreciate you just being honest. Sorry, I know it's my no. disease. I, I can't. No, I think that is the most refreshing thing I've heard because I hear it <laughs> from all over. And of course, like you can never have a real honest conversation with like you know people you work with because they're like, oh no, if the train goes off the tracks, i.e., you know me paying everyone, they they're yeah. like freaking out. But I just am like, okay, maybe we'll do one more round, get another egg, yeah, and then I'll just chill. Yeah. Put it in somebody else too. You can What's, do that. I think I might want to do that. You can surrogate it. it that's, yeah. It's not the end of the world. I mean, unless you're a woman who's like, I really want the experience of being I pregnant. Have no desire. Oh, then just I have sick no surrogate. desire for the experience because my mom was so sick with both my sister and I. Oh, then you might get sick yeah. too. Yeah, and she said like, don't do it. She said if I could if if I could give any woman a piece of advice, have somebody else carry your kid if you can. Yeah. Because she was so ill. Then you might inherit that too. Fuck. Who was I just talking to? Oh, we had a writer in here. Jessica, what's her last name? Sorry. Gross. Jessica Gross had two pregnancies. She just was vomiting the whole time. Super yeah. ill. So yeah. I wish see, I wish we could give women permission to not have to carry. Like if they if they're getting sick, it's not the end of the world if you can't carry your baby or breastfeed your baby, blah, right. blah, blah, blah. Also, like, are we anyway. not at the point where we just have pods? Like, are we not no. there yet? Like the Matrix? Yeah, just put them in a pod. <laughs> Hand me the baby. We're good. I know. I had an ovarian cyst rupture. And that was the closest thing to like labor. They were like that. Really? Yeah. That's oh, it what was, it feels like? It, yeah. They were like, this is basically, I mean, it was, it was awful. It might happen on an airplane internationally. And it, it, it was awful. And they're like, it's like having a kidney stone. Fuck. Yeah. I hear that's as bad as labor. And I just remember like my husband couldn't even handle that. And I'm like, that lasted two days. And I'm just like, I can't. You know what I mean? We can I tell you something before I forget? Yeah. Is that uh, delayed if you can, because mm -hmm. you're you're right at the, yeah, you're like right on the bubble of whatever. So right. just ride the wave next year, next year, maybe. Okay. But also, secondly, babies bring show business blessings. Really? Much like what you said, this is what most, Al Madrigal said this to my husband when I was pregnant with the first baby. He's like, you're going to get business blessings. And sure enough, that the year I gave birth to Ellis was when Tommy got his first Netflix special. So it's true. Babies bring blessings. So the minute you decide to get pregnant, Hollywood will go, hey, did you want that sitcom? Because we've just greenlit your pilot. And you're going to be eight weeks pregnant when they tell you. And then you're going to have to hide your pregnancy. So fuck it. Actually, I changed my mind. Uh, get Because I'm trying to get a show picked up right now. Oh, go so get maybe pregnant. Go get pregnant. 100%. Deposit in the bank. 100%. Because okay. the minute I got pregnant is when they were like, do you want a half hour? Do you want to do this? Do you want to yeah. do one? And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, I'm so pregnant. It's like, again, when you leave L.A., they uh -huh. fucking want you. As soon as you're knocked up, oh, let's put you on camera for. Especially. We're going to shoot for eight months. You just got this sitcom. Oh, Good yeah. luck to you, bitch. And, and especially if your audience is women. Oh, my God. They're just going to see dollars raining down. Well, that's the thing, too, is, that, you know, when I talked about in my last tour about the fertility journey, it was really wild, too. Speaking about it, so many women came up to me like, thank God somebody's fucking saying it. Thank God you have talked about it and now they're like all right now we're ready for the baby we need you yeah. to experience all of it because that's the next step heather you did the wedding you did the fertility journey now we need we need the, the cherub we need yeah. the baby see yeah. sorry i'm also very practically minded i'm mm -hmm. kind of like autistic that way where i just go with like what's the the practical answer right. and so the practical person in me is like just wait delayed if you have it on ice like you're right. good but then the emotional part which i forgot you have of the tugging yeah so then is the family 
So then try, can you, can you like, okay, here's what we're going to do. Okay, great. I you love ready? that you're planning this out for me. Here's yes, I love you, Christina. You're going to put that first one in. Okay. When you're ready. Okay. Because that's easier, right? To ramp up your uterus. Like, don't you just take, because I'm trying to remember when I did IVF. I think you do like half, two weeks of like hormones, right? Yeah, two weeks of hormones. Are there, no, they're going to do a try, a mock cycle on you. Okay. So it's one month of a mock cycle to build up your uterus. Right. And then they're going to repeat the same protocol okay. the second month, and then they're going to put in that embryo. Okay. Dude, you might get lucky, and it'll just go. Is right. your uterus healthy, the inside? Yeah. No it's, tumors, nothing on there? No. I just got the ovarian cyst when I got off birth control, which was a bitch. Like, so now I got to stay on the birth control so I don't get the cyst. <sighs> like, what? Like what? what has happened? It's terrible. Again, another thing. They don't fucking tell you. Like, what? how did... How did nobody tell me that that's a thing? I Wait, what's the thing? Sorry. That you, that just that like, you know, I was on birth control for so long. I didn't know that I had ovarian cysts. And then when I got off of it to do IVF, then they were like, that. then I started getting cysts. I didn't even know I had had them because when you're on birth control, it helps like basically keep them dormant. Wow. Again, we don't know anything. We're actually living in the matrix. <laughs> I this know. is some female bullshit. It's yeah. so, and, it, and our systems are so complicated. And I remember when I was going through IVF, have you done the HSG testing? Which was awful. Awful. Like every painful thing. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember the lady laugh, like this fucking mean Asian lady laughing. She's like, oh, does it hurt? <laughs> She's like, childbirth hurt more. And I was like, thank you, fuck face. Like, yeah. They, like I just blacked out yeah. <laughs> on a Tuesday at 8 a.m. Well, the wildest thing is when you're going through and that you basically get fisted every morning. Yeah. They draw a pint of blood and yeah. you don't know what's. And I had to do it three times to even get the one embryo, like the full cycle. Fuck. So I can only imagine, and I've had friends, uh, one of my girlfriends has literally had multiple rounds of IVF with implantation, not work. And she, and so she and I talk about it all the time. And I was just like, like at what point? You feel like a machine. You feel like a yeah. guinea pig at some point, right? Yeah, it's sad. Yeah. Well, the just for those listening, HSG is when they inject dye into your fallopian tubes into your uterus, and then they look at it on the screen because it like electrifies your insides. Remember? To see there's like a blockage, Just right? Just to see that the tract, everything is clear. Yeah. And it's it's it hurts so bad. And they tell you you can take like a Tylenol beforehand. <laughs> I took favorite. a Xanax, yeah. of course. Any, any chance I could take a Xanax, I'm going to take one. Yeah, but oh it was god. still so fucking painful. Oh my god, that's so funny. So I have this thing called Pajitsky effect where I've been doing things stupidly my whole life. Okay. And then I figured out the right way. Like taking, I had a fucking root canal. Yeah. And the guy was like, do you want laughing gas? And I was like... No, I can take a Xanax. And then I was like, I can take a Xanax before everything that's unpleasant. Yes. Medically. But also, uh. I would also like the laughing gas with the Xanax. <laughs> I love laughing gas. I'm not a big drug girl. I never have been. Like, it's just not my thing. Yeah. But laughing gas, she fucks with. Yeah, I, I don't remember. What is it like? I'm not sure if I've been on it. You just get like kind of like high and euphoric and tingly. Like, I'll ask for laughing gas if I get a routine cleaning. Wow. Yeah. I I get why dentists like get addicted. Oh. And I do not have an addictive personality. I really, that's just like, I can yeah. stop things. But the laughing gas, I, I could kind of get a feel yeah, for that's it. Rad. That's <laughs> rad. And then as soon as they take it off, the feeling goes away. Because I hate like when you take an edible and you're like, when is this going to end? As soon as they take the laughing gas off, maybe three minutes later, you're like feeling totally normal. You can drive home. Oh, that's so wild. Yeah. How does that work? I don't know. It just like shuts your brain down. Yeah, it That's just fucking weird. turns off all like the nerve receptors or whatever. So I'm never afraid of the dentist. I'm like, put me in, coach. I'm going to try it again. Yeah, you should go for it. Here, let's do some Pajitsky effects now that we're on the, let's do it. the topic. These are things you should do 
practical ways, but then I'm an idiot. I end okay. up doing it the wrong way. Sort of listener wins. Hey, Christina, can I actually give you one? Yeah. I'm curious if if you guys think this is stupid. Uh, sure. You know. Oh, when, put your headphones on. Sorry, yeah. any second. Yep. You know uh, when you open a pill bottle and you got that little piece of cotton that's in there? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Am I the only one that puts it back in after I yes. get the pills out? That's insane. That's, insane. Right. That's the most insane that. thing I've ever heard in my life. You do that too, Chad? Yeah, I don't know why. The fuck is when, wrong with you? When guys? I was a kid, I thought that it was for freshness. Something told me it was for freshness. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I got to put this back in there. They still have like those gel, like, what are they? Um, the gel packs yeah. that are still in there. The silica, right? The silica. So you pull out the cotton and the silica is still in there. I'll leave the silica in there, maybe. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. you're just creating an active barrier between you and your drugs. Your drugs, yeah. Like, yeah, every time I open my pill, uh, pill bottle, I'm like, God damn, I gotta take this shit oh out. God, it feels weird. So I gotta put the pills out. And the other day, I was like, wait. <laughs> I was like doing it, and I'm like, yeah, but it keeps it fresh. Oh, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Oh, no, that's a dumb thought. It's <laughs> a dumb thought. Oh, my God. There yeah. is this girl who called in who was like, I've been saving my bobby pins since I was 13 years old. And I have like these old bent out of shape sharp out you know how like the ends yeah. fall off that i've been keeping since like junior high and every time i look at bobby pins now i think about it could you imagine saving a bobby pin for like 20 years no i can't how? even keep a hair thing like i'll have one on my wrist and then 20 minutes later my hair thing's gone yeah like jeff his biggest complaint is like where the fuck there's just hair things everywhere <laughs> all over our house hair all the things. time i know that's, I know. Yeah, what are they called? Just hair things. Hair things. It's always a hair thing. Yeah. yeah. Samesies. I don't I can't. All right, let's do some um do we have any uh, voicemails? What's up, Monty Jeans? It's Keith, and I'm a complete TikTok. I just realized that it's called overalls because yeah. they go over all of your clothes. Mm. Bro. Complete R word. Hope you have a good day. Did you know that? Yeah, I'm from the South. <laughs> I did not know that. Overalls. Fuck, dude. I'm so stupid. Yeah, because they just go over so and then retarded. they snap. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God, dude, just blew my mind, bro. I didn't know. Fuck. Apparently, if you say like, I always thought it was you were wolfing something down. Wolfing? It, it, but apparently it's wolfing. Wolfing. You're wolfing yeah. it down, eating it like a wolf. And I've, my entire life, been like, I'm wolfing it down. <laughs> I'm wolfing down chicken tenders. So I refuse to change it to wolfing. Yeah. It's wolfing. It's wolfing. I'm can, wolfing it down. Yeah. I like wolfing better. I think wolfing sounds better. I also say the word horking. That's a horking sound. Okay. Instead of hawking, right? Yeah. It's hawking a little I like horking. That makes I, more sense. I, as, I, as I agree with you, is woofing yeah. sounds better than wolfing. Yeah. Because I don't know wolves that well enough to be like, hey, you look just like a wolf I know. You're acting like a wolf that I'm familiar with. <laughs> Me either. It's stupid. Yeah. Coyotes, though. I fucking uh, know them. I know I, coyotes. Very I know well. Them. Just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> Do you know raccoons? Um, no, I'm not. A, I, a possum is a bit. Possums and deer, I, I see a lot. Yeah. But uh, the raccoons, I don't fuck with. Yeah. Armadildos, we have those here. Oh, yeah. You got everything here. Mm-hmm. You've seen a lot of snakes in your backyard? Snakes. I've seen snakes. I've seen <laughs> um, toads. Yeah. Catfish. Well, I love a cat. Fried catfish. Ooh, chef's kiss. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Turtles. We got them uh, tur- tortoises in the backyard. Swans. Nice. I fuck with all of it. Yeah, I fuck with animals in general. I just... <laughs> I genuinely enjoy that. <laughs> I know, I do too. All right, let's do one more. Hey, Mom, Tina, Christine's, uh, just wanted to hit you guys up with a little Pajitsky effect. Um, I was just here eating uh, a delicious uh, 
drive through meal because I'm the super cool guy. And um, <laughs> I know this won't apply to everybody because, as I just realized, I'm a, a lot more retarded than I thought. But um, when they gave me my drink, it didn't have a straw in it. It was in the bag. And so I ate my entire meal, and I was reading all the information on the side of my drink. And uh, I was thirsty, but, um, <laughs> you know, my drink didn't have a straw in it. I can't so, drink it. I can't drink it. Um, it wasn't until I was searching the bottom of my bag for bag fries that I realized <laughs> my straw was right here, and I, I could have been drinking my drink this entire time. So, uh <sighs> Who doesn't yeah, my know? Brzezinski effect Who is, doesn't know? Um, you can put your own damn straw in your own damn cup, and you can enjoy a tasty beverage with your meal if uh, you're not too retarded. Yeah. Thanks, Mommy. He didn't look in the bag is what he's saying. Yeah, well, I always look in the bag. I go I for the bag fries me. before I get the regular fries. Really? Yeah, I'm looking for the loose critters at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Best French fry. Go ahead. Um, Chick-fil-A. Easily. Easily. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It just... And you know what? When I used to live in LA, I would go to In-N-Out if I was really hungover. Get the fuck out of here. I would go to In-N-Out and then I would drive across the street to the Hollywood Chick-fil-A to get the waffle fries. Wow. So I get the burger at In-N-Out and the fries at Chick-fil-A. Because I think the the fries at um, In-N-Out are trash. Wow. Yep. I said it and I know. I'm waiting for them to come for me. It's just... What are you going to tell me next? That Whataburger is good? I've never, I've, I've never darkened the doors of a fucking garbage. It's garbage, <laughs> and people in Texas are very they crazy love, about it. They're stupid. Yeah, like it. I don't think it's that great. Real quick, can yeah. we talk about the fact that he could have just taken off the lid and drank the? I know. Soda? But can I tell <laughs> can you something? Nothing that. bothers me more than ice cubes in a cup full of fluid. Like then, you know what I mean? And banging on your teeth and stuff, mm-hmm. and like you get the. And when it's like, like it. you know, the plastic top, like it doesn't matter. You're gonna spill. It's you're gonna just spill. you're gonna. It's yeah. it's awkward. Yeah, you're gonna have Sprite or Diet Coke down your shirt. It never works. Um, have you ever done the move where you just suck? You suck on where the straw area is supposed to be, and you go, and then you drink it that way. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. I have a thing where I'll just be thirsty all day and I will like genuinely like I could have drank water. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'll be thirsty and four or five o'clock will hit and I'll be like on the verge of fainting. You know, I've eaten all day, but I've just forgotten to hydrate. Yeah. So I have to carry around like hydration tablets with me. That's my wow. thing. I just forget. Really? Yeah. Hydration tablet, like for people that are severely dehydrated <laughs> in the desert and stuff, yes. like to save your life from like Literally. being on an IV. And I could have just drank water all day. You but could've. instead, at five o'clock hits and I'm like, I haven't had anything to drink all day. Like, that's crazy. I thought about that in the shower actually today. I was like, I'm thirsty. Just drink water. Like, yeah. just do it. Just go ahead and drink it. And it's not like, I don't not like water. I love water. So when I'm home, I have my giant, that big Stanley cup. Yeah. Have you seen the ones that all the mommies have? Yes. Oh, yes. Of yeah. course. It's hugely popular. Yeah. And I, I treated myself last year. I got a crushed ice machine. Like the wow. really good Sonic crushed ice to force myself to drink water. You can do that? Oh, you yeah. You buy yourself crushed ice? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, shit, man. You can get one on Amazon and it can, it can sit on your counter. But I went in. I got like the real fancy Fuck one. Fuck yeah, dog. Yeah. You deserve it. You earned <laughs> it. I do. I deserve that ice. Yeah. Because if not, I'll just forget to drink. Okay. Yeah. But you don't mind the taste of water. It's just no. the... See, because sometimes I have to uh, pee really bad, but then I'll hold it super long just to torture myself too. What is that? Well, I have a tiny urethra. Oh. So when I pee, like I have the tiniest pee hole. So when I pee, it's like a sharp stream. 
Seriously? Yeah. Wait, has this been verified by a doctor? Uh, by a urologist. He's like, yes. do you have a tiny urethra? Mm-hmm. He said, I don't know how to tell you this, but do you have a tiny urethra? Because every time I pee, because I get frequent UTIs as a kid, oh. like I could never sit in the bath. I've changed my swimsuit real quick. And so my mom was like, what's going on? They were like, it's just my pee hole is tiny. So when I pee, mm. I'm always jealous. Like when I, when I'm in a restroom with other women and you, they, you know, the trickle, the tinkle and mine's just, shh, just full. Wow. That might be, that might be why you don't want to drink water. I'm being serious. Yes. Cause, Cause you know that it's going to suck when you pee. Yeah. It's, it's always aggressive. Aggressive. It's aggressive. Hilarious. Now I want to see it. Oh, oh, yeah, I'll show you. When you send me a video. I later, will show you a video. We'll put it on TikTok. No, I'm just kidding. And that's how. That's how wow. I'll be up next. You know what yeah, I mean? That's how you're that's Hollywood's it. next thing. Yeah. Wow. Okay, then. I will say this, though, about Hollywood's next thing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes th- those articles are true. I've seen a lot of people, you know, like um, the Variety 10 up and comers. Yeah. A lot of those people end up, you know, up and coming. So you're there. Put me in, coach. You're in, co- me you're and my tiny urethra. But you've already made it. Like, what? You know what I mean? You're, yeah. you're, ma- you've made it, Heather McMahon. You're famous. Oh I love you. Yeah. Well, well, what more do you need? You're, you're doing it. Yeah. I, I'm gonna do this tour. Hopefully, shoot, shoot this next tour, and then I might take a little time off of the road. But I would be nice to then make your baby. Then, then I'll make my baby. Sit on a movie set with Leonardo DiCaprio and Bobby Cannavale, <sighs> and let him and fix let them- your. Lactate on me, you yeah. know. That's your nice. pelvic floor yeah. exercise. Oh, that'd be lovely. Yeah, it's your tiny urethra that's hindering your <laughs> drinking water. I can, I guarantee it. You're right. Yeah, but I did think, like, if God forbid yeah. Jeffrey to get hit by a bus tomorrow, do you know yeah. how sexy it would be to put tiny urethra on like your Bumble profile? <laughs> you know, <laughs> Pisces comedian, tiny pee hole, tiny pee hole. Yeah. Can you largen your pee hole? Do you think so, so there is actually a thing where they can go in and they almost it's like a little balloon effect. They can also do it to like your sinuses, which I also need done and they can blow it up. But it's it's never really bothered me. Like I don't get UTIs that much anymore. So I'm like, good. Okay. I think my body once it like I grew, I stretched out a little bit. Yeah, it too caught up. It's still a strong stream, but I'm, I'm OK. Wow. I'm going to make it. It's so crazy what people have like their issues. You never yeah. think that's a thing. I never heard of such a thing. You got any weird health issues? Oh, fuck. I get eczema on my oh, elbows. Girl, eczema warrior right here <laughs> my whole life. And we're in dry season right now. So, you know, I it know. is flaky it's and itchy. It's flaky as shit right now. Yeah. I've got like, yeah, autoimmune stuff like Same. that. Yeah. My body gets really Achy? agitated. Yeah. I can do that. Mm-hmm. Skin stuff, little rashies. But I'm fairly healthy. I'm, I, let me think. I don't have any tumors. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I get like weird eye things. Okay. You know, I get like, yeah, mouth. Cold sore. I had a cold sore oh. over Christmas. That was the worst. Cold sore warrior. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got him since I was a kid. There's nothing worse. No, yeah. Nothing worse because everybody assumes you're a whore. <laughs> you look trashy when you have, a, you look like you've sucked dicks, like so many dicks that you got a cold sore. <laughs> it's so awful. Everyone assumes you're a slut. And you know what? It's bullshit because if my husband gets a cold sore, he can hide it in his beard. Uh, Nobody knows. With Nobody us. knows. Yeah. But with us. But with us. Front and center. Yeah. God, those are embarrassing. Those are. That's more my jam. It's like I get all keyed up, anxious, and then like autoimmune, like cold sores and yeah. shit like that. I honestly think herpes, genital herpes would be easier. <sighs> and I, I don't mean to say that out loud, like knock on wood. Yeah, yeah. But it's, at least people don't even know you got it. At least you can hide it but and I just be in pain. Painful. I'm sure it is painful. Yeah. You'd rather have it on your vagina than your face? 
well, don't you feel like you could just still go about your day? You're still going to have to take drugs for it. I so, I mean, I kind of ice my pussy just on a Tuesday. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, of course, everybody wants what they don't have. <laughs> well, one of my legs is shorter than the other. Really? Uh-huh. Which that, one? Um, my left leg is shorter than my right leg my whole life. Okay. So uh, that's caused like pelvic tilting things. That's, yeah. That's an issue. Have you seen a chiropractor about oh, it? You yeah. know, they always. Who gives a fuck? Who yeah, gives a stupid. Fuck. I don't care. I don't care. I just do Pilates and I, yeah. and I broke my left ankle uh, too. So I don't fucking, you know, everyone has something. You yeah. gotta, you gotta go on. You gotta go on. Whether it's a cold sore, no a eggs, sore. you're thirsty all the time and you don't drink. <laughs> you got a tiny pee hole. You get anxious and sweaty. You're perimenopausal. Yeah. I mean, fuck. Yeah. We're out here surviving. Survive. Oh, I know. What? Okay. I also knocked out half of this tooth as oh. a kid. So now I have to get veneers or I have to get front teeth every fucking few years. It sucks. That's my biggest fear. That sucks. I watched American History X and when the guy curb yeah, stops. Yeah. I, I that know is, that part. That is my biggest fear. Yeah, like I have that dream gnarly. of my teeth, you know, falling out all the time. It happens. But I, it's because I grind my teeth at night because I got my list of anxieties. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so I started Botoxing my jaw. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's the only thing that works. Yeah. And it's starting to wear off now, so I'm getting grindy getting, and like a little messy. So you're real fired up. You're fired up broad. <laughs> I'm a fired up broad. Yeah. What, what's the anxiety about career? Career. Am I going to make it? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I yeah. know. I know. I was there yeah. too. I did the same shit. Yeah. That, yeah. And you're just, a, the road is a grind. Like I yeah. love what I do, but it's. You know, I wake up sometimes too in hotels and I'm like, where am I? Yes. I'd never know where I am. Yeah. And it never stops. The job never stops too. Also, I think in the biz because you can't just do one thing. It's not like I just go and do touring. I also have to have a podcast and then I have to have scripts and then I do this and then I shoot brand deals and then you do this. Da, 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 da. I mean, at this point, I would love to just sell photos of my butthole on OnlyFans. <laughs> that would be relaxing. Oh my God, you really could at this point. I mean, yeah. you have such a diehard audience. You really could. I don't think women are going to buy photos of my butthole. You'd be surprised. You think? The right kind of women. Mm. The right kind. If I'd... you build it, they will come. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, you should. <laughs> <laughs> you should sell pictures of your tiny urethra. I would buy mm. it. I would buy that. Like do a calendar? Mm-hmm. And sign it. Heather McMahon's <laughs> tiny pee hole. Sexy pee holes. All right, one more. Let's do okay. one more Pajitsky effect, and then we'll let Miss McMahon go. I'm sure. She, do you have your show tonight? I do. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. Then we should let you get out of here so you can rest. Hey, Christina. My name's Gray, and Hi, Gray. I am from Bumfuck, South Carolina. Hell yeah. I'm also a 21 year old dumbass, but I've had a Pajitsky effect. So, hear me out. Flossing, right? Flossing. Nobody likes to floss. I don't like. To, I don't floss, but I don't have cats. Um, but I thought about it. I was like. Okay, well, sometimes when I floss, it doesn't really feel clean. Like, I have to floss, like, again. Mm-hmm, and then yeah. I thought about it. Yeah. Uh, toothpaste, you know? We, we brush our teeth with that. Um, you could put it on the floss and floss oh, wow. with that so it's, like, extra clean. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, let me know what you think. Wow. You know, beat me. Spit on me. Uh, and can you be my mom? That would be awesome. All I right. Would. Bye. Wow. I mean, I didn't even know that's possible. I feel like that would be hard, though, if you put the toothpaste on the floss. Yeah. And then, you know, it's already getting slimy and grimy through. I'm addicted to the toothpicks, those dental ones. I know you're talking about. Yeah. Wait, the ones. Okay. You pick? The green. Yeah. Yeah. With the green brush. Brush. Oh, yeah. Me, too. I'm fully hooked on it. To the point where, like, it hurts and the yeah, gums yeah, yeah. are bleeding. And I'm obsessed. So yeah. But I do it because you're supposed to make them bleed a little so that it, it 
builds resilience because I have uh, root canals and okay. crowns. Okay. And to get in between it, you have to do that. I didn't know that. It's good for you to bleed. My husband's ick is that I do that in bed. <laughs> and he's like, could, like, but I'm, I'm already like. Are we soulmates? Wait, wait let yeah. me ask you this and be honest. Yeah. What do you do with the, the toothpick after in bed? I put it on my nightstand. I think we're twins. Yes. Will you carry my baby? Yes. <laughs> Dude, Heather, you and I are really similar. That's so. And it it drives him nuts. Do you want to hear even grosser? Yes. Please. I take those flossers. Uh huh. I don't even put them on my nightstand. I just fucking throw them on the ground. Oh fuck yes! <laughs> Bad bitch alert. Yeah. In my in my like alley. You uh-huh. know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah yeah. It's my little fucking corner of the world. He yeah. doesn't come over there. But everybody on YMH staff was like, oh, it's so fucking gross. If that's the grossest thing you do, get the fuck out of here. It's not the grossest. What's the grossest thing I do? There's Wiping your snot on your shirt. Okay, so here's another thing I do. Uh When I'm with the kids and like we're all sick, I'll just, and my nose is running, I'll do this. But it's not in like a good shirt. It's like a home, like just a shitty schmata. That's also survival. So you know yeah. what? No, I've done that. I mean, yeah. I've had a running nose. She's downplaying. Yeah, stop the cap. Oh. Stop the cap. Oh, okay, go you ahead. Fully blow your nose into oh, your shirt. I, flow, I oh, blow okay. my nose into my shirt. Okay, bitch. And in the- <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, my drop. I listen. I am. We are one. We are together. You're going to carry my baby, but I just need you to know. Oh my god. But how? But see, I always. I'm a very mucusy kind of gal, so yeah. I. It's never a dry. It's going to be wet, and then yeah. I'm going to have a wet shirt. Yeah. You go for it. Fine. I go for it. I. I you can blow your nose on the inside. Yeah. Of a tea. Uh huh. Fine, and I'll walk around all day. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. God, these guys are such babies. They really like, are. They're such chicks. Like I'm grosser than all of them. Yeah. Uh. And they're all like, oh, live your life, be a lady. Yeah. You know what? I know. Can I tell you something? Yeah. I feel like you and me doing the road and like, you know what I mean? Like yeah. living in shitty motels and stuff uh-huh. makes you way more of a dude. And I think it makes you a little bit of a dude. Yeah. And when you're, when you're in like comedy clubs and theaters <sighs> and you're dealing with like the head of the IOTSI, who's like a 75 year old man named Carl, who's like, Hey. Let me tell you, I want to give you some notes on your set. Oh my! And God. you're just like, here we go. You have to learn how to just buck up and survive. Yeah. And you're living off protein bars and Red Bulls, and you're just yeah. like tweaking. And you're yeah. like, just keep going, one more show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when you don't give a shit about like hygiene. You yeah, know what I mean, mm-hmm. give a shit. And I sweat so much on stage, almost like. <laughs> Do all you really? Like, but nobody can tell. It's all underneath. And I think it's because I wear like big, heavy glitter suits. But like literally, yeah. I'm kind of like Cat Williams adjacent. Oh, okay. You won't be able to tell from the face. I never have to like pat myself down. But when I get off stage, I can literally like wring out really? my suits. It's disgusting. If you, I don't know if you're a stylist or whatever, they can sew in armpit patches into your suits so that you can sweat into armpit patches. That's a good idea. Yeah. It's just my, it's a costume. It's heavy. You yeah. Know? Yeah. That's knee. a good idea. Yeah. I you're love welcome. you. I love you too. Thank you so much for oh coming. God. And Thank I, you for having me. I think you're amazing. You are already Hollywood's next, sorry, Hollywood's big thing. <laughs> they don't need to fucking tell you you're next, bitch. You're here. She's right? here. She's horned up. Yeah. Ready to go. Horned up. You're ready to go. You got your tiny urethra. You're going to put that embryo in. Your life is going really well. You just got married. Yeah. You're attractive, you're young, you're vibrant, you're fertile. 
Let's do it, baby. Heather McMahon, I love you so much. Thank you for coming. I really appreciate that. Hey, I really appreciate you. This has been a dream. You're the best. All right. Thank you for watching. Go ahead and subscribe. Um, and then I love you. Until next time, stay cool, moms. Bye. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms wearing thongs, hitting bongs at? Raising kids, cleaning shits, need a long nap. Where my moms, where my moms, where my moms at? Where my moms at podcast. With Christina P.